lifepodcasts.fm. This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. Time in the saddle. For cyclists, by cyclists. Time in the saddle. Time in the saddle, Jason Lint and myself, Ryan O'Connor, joined by no other guests other than ourselves today. Isn't it lekker just to have oh, you and I? It's great to have you all to myself and a bit nice. of space in the studio. Absolutely. We've got so much space and so much to talk about because... Although uh, we do miss the others. We do. Yeah. Uh, we, we say <laughs> we that, do. but we, we don't really. We don't really. Um, but the others will be back soon. Of course, uh, Nick Bard, this week's a very special week for Omnico. Uh, they launch all their new uh, 2020 range bicycles for a very special press event out in Cape Town. Uh, and so by the time that you're listening to this podcast... All will be revealed uh, by now. The dealers will have had a good look at the products, uh, placed orders, etc., etc. So expect those coming to a dealer soon. Uh, in terms of turnaround of the product, they should have it in store within the next month, uh, which is amazing. And you'll be doing the same, I guess, in Olympic and your giant store as well. You'll be doing pretty much the same. Yeah, 100%. This time of year is the time of year where either products already are arriving yeah. in most cases or you're just firming up orders for stuff that's uh, on the water already. Nice. Um, now, something I want to just talk about is motivation um, to kind of get your, yourself up out there and get going and so I stumbled upon something recently um, something was sent to me and I thought was actually quite 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 cool um, something that you can possibly look into if you if you know of somebody who's cycling or involved in cycling and they need a bit of motivation which is often the case um, it, besides you obviously phoning them and telling them get up get going see you there at six o'clock being there in person um, there's a new thing called my fan uh, park and if you've seen this my fan park my fan no, page tell, tell me about um, it. it's pretty cool so what they do is it's a service, uh, and this is how I, I know about it. So it's called My Fan Park. Mm. Um, they're a service that sends personalized videos from your favorite celebrities uh, to your phone. So you can, I can book one for you and get, like, for example, a whoever. A, a, in my case, it was um, a Doug Ryder. I got this message, and it came through as a WhatsApp. Okay. And I opened it up, and the message to me was, Hey, Ryan, I hope you will, but I know Doug. Yeah. Uh, but this was sent to me from, from My Fan Park anyway. It was, hey, Ryan, it's Doug Ryder here. Um, so nice to see that on Strava and everywhere else that you've been cycling. Don't stop. Uh, keep up the good work. Mm. You know, you're going to get there. The one thing about cycling that I've learned over the years is that, you're, you know, you, you need to be dedicated. You need to get up. You need to put the training in, and it will pay like it is now. You're doing such a great job. Really chuffed. And thanks for all your support. We're with uh, Team Quebec, uh, with the, the Dimension Data team, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and uh, we're so busy. We we're flat out. He gave me a bit of insight as to what they're doing at the moment, what the t- team are up to. It was no more than about a minute and a half mm. of a personalized message, looking to the camera, talking to me, Ryan. And then at the end, it said, "I hope you like this message. It's a little secret surprise or a little surprise from the guys that have my fan page." And Very I thought cool. it's it's rather cool. I'm not too no, sure of the is. pricing at this stage, uh, but you can book a whole lot of people, uh, and you can get these people to send messages, and you can get them. To send messages to friends, to family, anyone who you need needs about. If, know, if needs you want to send one to me, send one that says, Hi, Jason, enjoy your rest day. Yeah. So <laughs> I can send you Brian a banner. I'm having a look here. Zoe Brown, who works as a colleague of ours. Uh, I can get that for free, by the way. Okay. Sorry. But, but if we use this, by the way. Katlejo, <laughs> um, John Smith, and it's very quick, it's very easy. Rugby, cycling, comedy, DJs, radio, food models, etc., etc., etc. The list goes on. And I thought awesome. it was rather cool idea for somebody who, you know, is taken up cycling and needs a bit of motivation. So mm. motivation comes from various ways. How do you get motivated to, to get on your bicycle and go? I generally enter events yeah. that I am scared of hurting 
during the event. So and trained. Double Century for, for this period is it. I've been in spinning classes again this week. I've been out on the road almost every day. Wow, very I've impressed. run on the trail, so I'm, I'm motivated. I want to make sure that Mr. Belez and most of his team are behind me nice. for 200 kilometers. Speaking of which, Mr. Belez will be with us on the show next week. Dave will be here to talk Coronation Double Century because I want to talk a little bit about this. It's growing every year. It grows. Um, we are closing in on the date and everybody should be out there by now knowing what teams they're in and of course doing the hard work if you don't know the double century it's obviously it's the, 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 the clue is in the name itself it's 200 kilometers hence the name double century and that's why you're seeing groups of 6 to yeah. 12 or 15 riders on the road all in the same kit at the moment Absolutely. because guys are training in, their, in yeah. their teams and if you're not on the road doing stuff like training for things like double century you're out on the mountain bike training for wine to Wales uh, which is just also around the corner teams mm. being uh, finalized for that uh, and so these are some of the big events that people are gearing up to, um, to, to towards and looking at, at kind of entering it's a transition out of uh, uh, spring into proper summer uh, events are now becoming earlier in the morning we've had a whole lot of running events in the city this past weekend and so nice to see that a lot of the uh, cycling community supporting the runners the past weekend we had the Cape Town Marathon on in the city mm. um, lots of roads were closed around the city but a lot of cyclists that cross over put their bicycles down and go and do a bit of running uh, great way of, to, to kind of keep fit is to kind of cross train between running and cycling mm. uh, various diff- different muscle groups being used and then we got the Cape Town challenge the weekend after Wines to Wales as well which is a sort of uh, competitor brand to mm. Ironman but I think it's a sort of 70.3 equivalent yeah. uh, length event in Cape Town. Nice. Uh, and so keep pushing, keep pushing your boundaries. For those of you who are, who are doing your very first Wine to Wales, we'll keep you covered as to what you should be doing, uh, how you should be preparing in terms of your intake, but between now and then, things that you shouldn't leave to the last second, like making sure all your equipment is fine and in good order, uh, and then stocking up and, and buying. Now, we've seen a lot of retailers, and I want to speak about this, about purchasing at the right times in the year. And, and that's going to be kind of the focus for, for just for five minutes quickly. And I think this will be good insight for people who are um, on their bicycles and is there a good like we have in the shopping in the retail spaces like Black Friday that happens which is like around the world now it used to be in America but in Europe but now mm. in South Africa we embrace Black Friday um, is there a good time to be purchasing there's flash sales that happen certain no, times of the year now, now is the time everyone's having theirs at the moment the, the new stuff is arriving in stores yeah. or just hit the stores so anybody that's sitting with old stuff needs to clear it out and wants to clear it out and when the two bikes are sitting next to each other then uh, obviously you can arm wrestle a bit of a deal on the older stock stuff how long is the window period open for i would say basically by the end of this month most of it you know a lot of the suppliers were quite conservative this year so it's not like people are sitting on massive amounts of of yeah. stock yeah so if they run some sales hopefully this month and and into next month then we're fully on to 20, 20 bikes already how how wrong is it or right is it for you if um you've noticed that there's a specific bicycle at another dealer that's maybe a couple of thousand rand or 100 rand cheaper how uh, is it okay is it a, the done thing to come and say hey listen i've noticed this bike somewhere else a bit cheaper can you do me a better deal sure i mean you know at the end of the day people have got to be kept honest and uh if if there is excess supply of stuff and uh, people are looking for deals then yeah go for it i mean i think it's it's better to be dealing with the people that you are going to be dealing with moving forward you know and uh, sticking with that that dealer so that there's not 
blame across things when you're dealing with a service item. You know, you don't take your Toyota to BMW to be serviced. Sure. And although most no, I'm talking about the same item. Yeah. No, sure. But you also don't want to necessarily yeah. buy it somewhere else and then make it the next person's problem yeah. because it just makes your guarantees and everything that little bit more challenging. Absolutely. And uh, especially you, and you want to buy from somebody who's got direct contact with the agent. Uh, you don't want to buy like you've just mentioned now. I'm just echoing your words. Go buy something mm-hmm. elsewhere and they're not really known for that brand. And then it ends up being somebody else's problem down yeah. the line. Yeah, and you know, if if somebody can't do the deal, we say no. I mean, there's there's oftentimes we have to say, listen, don't know what those guys are thinking selling yeah. it at, at that price. Um, I might as well write you a check for a hundred bucks and say, mm. don't take the bike. Yeah. True. Um, Listen, nice to also see that a lot more kids have been doing shopping uh, over this window period as well. Uh, Schools have been embracing cycling, both road. I know that road's been always been embraced by by many schools for a while. But mountain biking in schools, and we've seen the likes of the Spur League just take off um, in the Western Cape. In the Western Cape, the Spur League is massive. Around the country, it's huge. We've had uh, the current world champions come through the Spur League uh, that's in place. Um, But it means that more and more kids are getting on bicycles. And with that, there does come obviously obvious problems with it. And this is another thing I want to talk about um, over this transition period of seasons is that you are noticing not only on road cyclists, but mountain bikers, there are more of them on the road. And if you've never cycled on the road before, or maybe you have in winter and you've, uh, you've left li- slightly later, which means there's not as much traffic and the mornings aren't as busy. Roads are crazy, and I touch wood, we haven't heard much uh, lately in the news about cyclists going down. But you know what? It's coming to season. And what happens in season? Season always starts with that very first headline that reads, cyclists knocked over, and then with, with the following, dot, in this area, that area. We would love for there never to be that in the news, obviously. But obviously, we need to keep pushing the fact that please be uh, um, uh, you know, be vigilant on the road and a and b maintain the rules of the road. Uh, cycling to abreast isn't on. We, I see it all the time. In actual fact, I'm yet to go out uh, and leave my neighbourhood in, in a car or on a bicycle and not see where there's a group of of two or more people um, not cycling in single file. Yeah, no, it goes both ways. We we want drivers to to respect all the other road users, but we also need cyclists to to fall in line and, and obey the rules for yeah. sure. And and you know, and I'm not talking even about I mean the, the basics of keeping lights on your bike, making sure you're visible, etc. Some people think because they got a, they got lights on their bikes, they can go three abreast or four abreast. I've got lights, you can see me, therefore I can cycle three or four abreast. Yeah, and also you know I use a rule: Would I do this in my car? So yeah, yeah. you pull up to a red light. It might be six a.m. in the morning. Would you jump that light in your car? If you wouldn't, yeah. then you shouldn't be doing it on Absolutely. your bike. You know, so I've got that's something I, I've got something else that I want to just talk about on that on that note as well. And this this is going to be a little bit. Uh, it might be a bit controversial. Uh, well, it will. But this is my my feeling on 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 red lights. And so I stop always. I never just go through red lights. Okay, I never. I, I stop and I stop streets as well. I try. I I, I get down. I stop. Mm. Whatever. But here's the thing. The red lights, most of them are automated and changed sure. by, by, by yeah. cars. So the heaviness of the cars goes over a line that changes the robot. So what happens is I, I will often get to a robot. And I'll realize that my weight, even though a lot of people will think I can activate a robot. I, I think it's a metal detector. Yeah. I don't think it's weight. Uh, okay, possibly. So possibly a metal detector picks up that there's a car going. So if you pull up in your like, carbon Ferrari, it's not going to. Your carbon bike, it's not going to do it. So I, pu- I pull in my, in the, in, in my mice, in, yeah. on the bicycle and I realize that I haven't activated the robots at this intersection. What I will then do, because obviously I'm not going to sit around waiting for 20 minutes if it's a quiet intersection where there's a robot, for a car to pull in and change it. I will then 
cautionary try and go like almost around like turn into the oncoming traffic or, or not oncoming traffic but this could the coming sideways traffic and then blend through because i know that i'm not going to be able to change the lights no no i agree and i think a lot of people do do that but i do imagine that you actually just yield and go uh i stop okay. I, I i i stop for real i stop for real um especially because cars just jump even when the robots change there's cars that just jump so i'll, I'll give it a, the benefit of the doubt i'll give it like um at least 10 seconds it doesn't do anything i don't see any cars coming to help me activate the robot i will then proceed with caution the, I, I love it when you have to direct the car. So the guy's sitting one meter too far back yeah, to activate yeah, it. You have yeah. to be like, dude, yeah, come move forward. forward come forward so you can activate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, we've got lots to talk about coming up in the next podcast. And I hope that you've realized that now is your time to go do a bit of shopping. So in this podcast, uh, make use of the fact that there's a couple of weeks left to go and do a bit of shopping. It doesn't matter. And Jason will tell you there's not any, there's nothing in the industry at the moment that's going to be revolutionary between a 2019 model and a 2020 model. Cosmetics, Possibly, but that's about it. No one's, no one at this stage has brought out models that are going to go, wow, our 2020 is so drastically different from a 2019 model. Go and pick up a Chaluk. Get a 2019 model at a reduced rate because they're bringing out a 2020 model and take advantage of some savings. Um, and you'll see 2020 models that come out, they'll be slow to sell. Why? Because there's not much difference. It's just a slight cos- cosmetic upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and that doesn't only apply for bikes, it applies for other things, accessories, helmets, shoes, gloves, clothes. Uh, Clothes, the list goes on. Speaking of, of, of new accessories, there's a couple of things I want to talk about this month. The new GoPro we keep mentioning every mm. week. It will be out, I hope, before the end of the month. And Garmin have just launched another brand new product. We'll hopefully have the guys and girls from Garmin on the show soon to talk about the brand new 6X Pro cool. and the 6 Series that's just been launched by Garmin in South Africa. So that's pretty exciting news. Um, also, Wine to Wales from Double uh, Century Coronation. Dave Balears will be on the podcast next week with Time in the Saddle from Jason Lint and myself, Ryan Lee. Subscribe now at livepodcasts.fm. Rate and review it on your favorite podcast app to get your time in the saddle. Livepodcasts.fm. Subscribing to a live podcast is free.